Welcome to another episode of DLS Central, Damon in the house, and we are at the point where there's the final four teams in the NFL. We got the San Francisco 49ers, we got the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Kansas City Chiefs. All four teams are... Uh, they're great teams and they deserve to be there. There are some years where you look and you see a team is like, what are they doing there? How did they get there? Like they, they lucked their way into this spot. Uh, not this year. All the teams are, uh, are, are contenders. And I would dare to say uh, two of them are juggernauts uh, being the, the Eagles and um, and the 49ers. Um, I don't want to say Kansas City is a, a well, I guess we could say three of them are juggernaut, but I just I don't feel like Kansas City has has juggernaut status has the juggernaut status they would have had if Tyreek Hill would have would have been on the uh, on the field for them still, um, but they still are very dangerous and more than capable of of winning the Super Bowl. That that's what you could say for all four of the teams. If uh, I wouldn't be upset if either one of them won um, because they all have good stories um, where and the only one I would say that um, that hasn't won the Super Bowl is Cincinnati so if you're a Cincinnati fan which I'm not but I respect them uh, but if you're a Cincinnati fan then that's that's the um your main drive of wanting them to win because they're the only one that hasn't tasted the, the champagne of a championship. So, but let's look at the matchup. So we got Philadelphia and San Francisco going at it. Uh, Philadelphia is hosting because again, they're, they're, they're the best team in the league. Um, and mainly because is they can beat you, through the air, they can beat you on the ground. Uh, they've got really solid defense. Um, they're they're smart and and they've got some speed to them. So it's they they can match up with pretty much anybody. And there's an energy that they that they bring in these games that just it can psych you out if, if you're not focused. So. But with the Eagles there, with them hosting, San Francisco is going to be a fun matchup for them because they have uh, the same capabilities with between Debo Samuel and uh, and uh, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, they, they've got a really solid running game. And then fr- through the air, you've got Kittle. You can rely on him. You've got Ayuk. You've got some of the other receivers that they have. And Brock Purdy is... He he's definitely Willie in Willie Beeman territory. This is this is any given Sunday territory uh, where you got the third string quarterback uh, that comes in after the other two are injured, and he he not only helps them get out uh, out with the win, but has talent. And I think Purdy. A lot of people probably missed a boat on Purdy, which is why he got uh, drafted last. In the NFL draft, but it's a great story, um, and I know he's the he's still the quarterback in this particular uh, 
situation uh, where we stand in the playoffs where he's the probably the the liability. It's like we're still every game we're we're waiting for him to turn back into a pumpkin because <laughs> like he can't he can't possibly play this good. Like this, this, there's a reason why he was picked last in draft. Last in the draft, he's the third string quarterback. He he can't possibly be this good, and we're waiting every week to see him fall off. And, and and go back and where you'd be like, oh, yep, here we go. See, see, he was just right. He was he was riding on adrenaline. He he was getting lucky, and and now here we go. But I mean, he played. He he stood up strong against that Dallas Cowboy defense, and that defense was coming at him. They're no joke. And he was able to to not make a mistake. He didn't throw an interception. He was able to keep his composure. Michael Parsons was constantly on his head, um, but he he was able to, to to remain composed. And to me, that gives him a a, a lot of um, of a commendation uh, with me. Like I, I really do respect. Uh, the fact that he's able to to be calm under pressure, and if you're a Forty Nine er fan, that's exactly what you want. Jimmy G couldn't give you that. Um, every time Jimmy G drop drop back to pass, all the fans will hold their breath like, "Uh oh, here we go." <laughs> because yes, Jimmy could make good throws, but Jimmy also throw interceptions, and you don't feel that same level of trepidation with Purdy. That you do with Jimmy G, um, and then with Trey, with, with Trey Lance, we, we don't know what what he's capable of because he got hurt to uh, he he got hurt so early that we really couldn't see anything. Um, but that that's really going to because Purdy is is playing how he is. The the Niners organization has to make a decision at quarterback, oh, and, and that's what everybody's been talking about, but they really do have to make this decision. Okay, are we keeping Jimmy G? Are we keeping Trey Lance? Because Purdy looks like he's good and the team is 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 is, is gelling well with them. So what do you do? And um that that's going to be a fun all it's going to it's going to make the offseason fun uh to to see what San Francisco comes up with cuz their Pur- Purdy messed up all their little plans in terms of quarterback. But in this game, he's still going to be the underdog um, because that Philly defense is no joke either, uh, and they're gonna they're gonna make it difficult on him. They're really going to try and, and test his knowledge, what he does know in terms of defensive coverages, and um, and really kind of try to make him see illusions out there. So that. I think Niners are really going to have to rely on McCaffrey and, and Samuel. Hopefully, they're they're not banged up, um, but they're they're going to see a lot of touches, which is what you want to do. I mean that that's how you run that offense. You you use that 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 dual threat of Samuel and McCaffrey, that battering ram uh, that both of those bring to the table. And you try to attack that defense and wear them down, and so now you can it opens up the pass. But it's going to be fun to watch. Both teams are loaded. And, uh, again, that Philly crowd is going to be electric. And then, uh, especially with Philly, I mean, they've been dominating all year. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been the man. And when you look at how this Philly team runs their offense, they just, unlike San Francisco, San Francisco takes them a while to get going. 
because it seems like they have so many weapons that they don't really know what to do with. Philly knows how to use their weapons. They they know what they have, and it's just it's hard to get off the field with them because. When it, if they are in the third down, they find a way to make stuff happen. Jalen Hurts will, will get it with his feet, or he'll find somebody, and um, next thing you know, you're moving the chain. So it's really hard to stop Philadelphia. And if you're San Francisco from a defensive standpoint, you can't just blitz blindly because Hurts can can next thing you know, if if you over pursue. Hurts is 10 yards up the field. So you really have to be be wise with everything that you do with Hurts. But um I mean this is this is Philly's year. I would say this is their um their best chance to win the Super Bowl because they're clicking on all cylinders. Uh, they're they're in a groove that you can you can feel and to me, they're the favorite to win it um, just because they're a complete team and they're clicking. Now, when you look at at the case for the Bengals, the Bengals have a really have a really good case because they have the, the same amount of swagger, but they've got a ruggedness and a toughness. Um, you know, and part of that comes from the division that they play in in that AFC North. It's it's a brutal division to get out of. And so it really tests your toughness and and what you're made of uh, to have to go through Baltimore, go through Cleveland, uh, you know, go through Pittsburgh. Uh, you're you you gain a level. You have to have a level of toughness about you to be able to survive playing all of those teams eight times. <laughs> and, um, you know, and they were able to do that. Uh, Joe Burrow is looking better and better each each uh, each game. It started out looking a little rough. I was concerned about the Bengals early in the season because their their biggest issue has been protecting him. Uh, he was taking a lot of hits, like a lot of hits, um, you know, to to complete passes, and it was. It was good to the point where I was concerned that he was going to get seriously injured again like he had um, in previous years. But they stepped up. They were able to to whatever they did, uh, the offensive line, they they really kicked it up a notch. And now Burrow's able to do some really great things and they're able to protect him in a way um, that I feel like just allows him to really be the weapon that he is. And the chase, the, the Burrow, the Jamar chase, combination from quarterback to receiver that that is scary because if whenever the ball is in the air you just you have a good feeling that Jamar Chase is going to catch that he he's got that level of hands and that that creates so many so much terror if you're a defensive back um, and it creates other options as well because it's like you can't not double cover Jamar Chase so somebody else is going to be open then the running game, they've, they've got a really good running game, too. They're, they're tough, physical runners. Uh, they're strong. They're hard to tackle. Uh, so with that being said, that offense is formidable. I feel like there is not there are ways to stop it, but they're very difficult to stop uh, in that regard. And it's good to see that the Bengals were able to prove that last year wasn't a fluke. I know they drive, it drives them crazy because they were right there. Like when you look at that Super Bowl, when you watch that Super Bowl last year and 
you look at what the Rams are now, how they were struggled to win the games that they won and had a really bad season. But you look at the at the opportunities that the Bengals had to win that game. I know it makes them so upset. So this is a prove it year for them. They're definitely not a fluke team. And I got respect for them now, you know, they they they're not my Browns, you know, but I got respect for them. I'm I'm happy for them, and and uh, they're the only team without a Super Bowl. So I want it would be nice to see them win it. Nice to see somebody from Ohio win something. So <laughs> how about that? Uh, then you, when you look at the case for Kansas City, uh, Kansas City's like Philadelphia. They just they they they're cruising, uh, even even in the games where it was a little close. It's just you knew that they're that they're gonna win. You don't feel like when Kansas City plays that that they're that they're not going to win the game. And that that's what makes them a really scary team. Now they have the most speculation with them because of uh Mahomes getting hurt in the last game. That injury looked really painful. Um and matter of fact when you look at his energy, like when you if you were able to have like two screens and you you take it the way he hurt he got hurt and then you look at how Pollard got hurt for the Cowboys, it looks like the same the same injury because they're you know they they both got caught the same way, but Pollard's was way worse than Mahomes. Um, Pollard couldn't walk, but uh, but Mahomes he could at least try to gut it out for a little bit until they pulled him out of the game um, for a while. But he, everybody said he's saying that this is going to be okay, but I'm not convinced. Uh, the only way we're going to be convinced is when we see him out on the field, when we see him plant his foot. And put his his all of his strength into the throw uh, to to uh, to try and, and get it to a receiver. That's where we're really going to see the condition of that ankle. I know it's going to be taped, and um, hopefully, didn't have to to get a shot for it for him to be able to to deal with the pain. But he can't be a hundred percent, especially if they're saying high ankle sprain. Like he's not going to be a hundred percent. And so, with that being said. If you're the Bengals, you really got to challenge that offensive line, like put some pressure on him, force him to be able to have to use his feet more than he might want to, because the game plan is going to be for Mahomes to probably try and get that ball out. Uh, he's he's one of the best athletes in the league, uh, especially at the quarterback position. But with him having a a, a, a bum wheel, as as you might say. If you're the defense, you want to put that pressure to make him have to to like to force him to have to use it more than he would like to put you in situations to create turnovers. You just you have to do that. But Mahomes is so intelligent that you can't if if you make a mistake and over pursue or you leave gaps open, he's still going to carve you up and and figure out ways to make uh, MJ like plays. So that's the case for KC. They've they've got a really good chance of getting back to the Super Bowl as well. Um, And so all these games are going to be fun to watch. And and when we come back, I'll give you my picks and uh, talk about a little bit more.
Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Okay, welcome back. So, picks. For the conference championships. So in the AFC, we got Chiefs versus the Bengals in Kansas City. I still, I still, even as much as I want to say the Bengals are going to win, even though they're favored, I still have to go with the Chiefs. I just, the, the Chiefs just have this gear to them uh and i and they're going to be at home which gives them a pretty good advantage i just have a feeling that the chiefs are going to find a way to win this game i can't explain it and uh but that that's my pick on that one um if the bengal's were to win that would be pretty cool though to to see um because this is this is also their window to be able to to compete and really um really strive to get a Super Bowl uh, championship and so um when you look at at the way the landscape is they've got a good shot against any of these teams like they, they can beat the Chiefs they can't there is a way for them to beat the Eagles uh, there is a way for them to beat the 49ers the the question is do they have the mental toughness to continue to be consistent and make the plays that they need to make and avoid the mistakes uh to in order to overcome the talent uh that they're going up against Kansas City has a lot of talent um the 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 talent the the one on the team that I would really want them to focus on would be Travis Kelsey because at tight end, he's like he's another version of Gronkowski because he, he can catch. He, his hands are super reliable. He's he's stronger than, uh, you know, than um, most linebackers. And well, he's stronger than your defensive backs uh, and he's he's faster than your, than most of your linebackers. And so he's just he's a tough cover. It's like who do you you can't just put one guy on him and be like, OK, you got Kelsey, shut him down. He, he's he's not that kind of player. You're not going to be able to to shut him down with one guy. So you're going to have to set your defense in a way that just totally takes him out of the game. Now, 
that the the tough part is if that's all that the Chiefs had, that'd be one thing. But the Chiefs have other weapons as well, so you have to really be wise with with what you do. If they key in on Kelsey too much, Mahomes still has Juju uh, Smith Schuster and and uh, you know some of those other guys. So. It's, it's going to be a fun one to watch. I still got to go with KC. I think it's going to be um, going to be a close game. It's going to probably come down to the wire, but somehow, some way, the Chiefs are going to find a way to win this game. <laughs> uh, and again, I, their defense has improved. They're 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 completely in bend but don't break. Uh, mode where they do allow some things, but when they need to get a stop, they find a way to get that stop to where they they may give up three, but they don't give up seven. But uh, so that's that's my pick there. And then when we go to the NFC Conference Championships, gonna go Philly, and the reason I'm gonna go Philly is because they they are slightly more explosive from an offensive standpoint than the Niners are, even though I feel like the Niners have uh, have more talent on offense. Again, as I said earlier, it, it feels like the Niners have a team where they have so many weapons, they don't know how to use them. And so when you see these slow starts that they had like against teams like uh, like Dallas, you just you like man they could have scored they could have had a whole lot more points than they than they've had even in the regular season when you watch some of these games you just you look at the scores like man they only scored that many points they really could have done more but again it's it's like they still haven't figured out exactly how they want to use their weapons and against a team like Philly you can't you can't be a slow starter. And uh, so they, uh, and I think that's what was going to hurt them. And I don't think their defense is good enough to be able to, to, um, to give them the luxury of time to get, to get it together and determine how they want to use those weapons. So if they're going to go against Philly, they're going to have to have a solid game plan. They got to know what they want to do and they're going to have to match their intensity and electricity in order to win. I just, when you look at the way the Eagles are playing, I, I don't think that the Niners will be able to to have that opportunity. So I'm going to go Eagles. It, it may be a, a one-score game. Maybe they may beat them by a field goal. They might beat them by a touchdown. But uh, that, would be, that would be my pick there. Now, I would be really surprised if this game is a blowout. Like if Philly blows out the 49ers, I would not expect that because because of what the Niners have. Um, and I certainly wouldn't expect the 49ers to blow out the Eagles. I do believe that the Eagles, there there is a way, there is a path for the 49ers to beat the Eagles. But I think it's going to have to be from a, um, if they're going to beat the Eagles, the Eagles have to make a mistake. Uh, the Eagles are going to have to, um, like Jalen Hurts is going to have to throw an interception. They're going to have to force a fumble. Uh, they're going to have to to get lucky on a special teams play where the Eagles guy drops it. It's like something's going to have to happen for them to to get the momentum. Um, it, it, it's not going to be a um, if it becomes a shootout, the Eagles are going to win the shootout. So they're the Forty ers are going to have to. 
to play a uh, a mistake-free game, uh, limit their penalties, avoid turnovers like interceptions um, and fumbles if they can help it. Uh, but they're going to have to make Philly beat themselves in order to win that game. And I just don't see it happening. But there is a pathway for them to beat the Eagles. So with, with those picks in mind, that would mean that the Super Bowl would look like the Eagles playing the Chiefs, which would be a really great game. Now, a fun fact would be that Andy Reid is um would would uh would really look great because it's like he's he's played for both teams. Like he's coached both teams. He's coached the Eagles. And he's he's coached the Kansas City Chiefs, so that that'll be a a really fun matchup, and um, I think that everybody will be will be happy to see uh, to see that kind of Super Bowl. It'll be uh, Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts in a in a showdown of of who's the the best uh, quarterback of this generation, and um, I think everybody would like that. Now, let's say. Let's say the Bengals and the 49ers both win. Now you've got a rematch of those 80 Super Bowls where the 49ers and the Bengals played each other. Of course, the 49ers won both times, but now you get to see history repeat itself again um, to where you get to see both teams. And and, and in all in, in both of those games, it was it was it was a gritty game. It was a little low scoring, but. In both in both games, Joe Montana was able to rise to the occasion and find a way to beat the Bengals. And this is going to be I I think that would be a really great matchup to see Purdy go up against Joe Cool (laughs) to see who's going to win the Joe Montana award (laughs) like that. That would be fun to watch. Um, Another matchup with another cool matchup would be if the uh, the 49ers played the Chiefs because now you have a rematch for uh, the Super Bowl that was that happened a couple of years ago where where the Chiefs were able to win the game Um, and it allows the 49ers to try and get a little bit of revenge against the Chiefs. And another combination would be if you get to see the Chiefs and the um well, no, not the Chiefs. If you get to see the Bengals and the four, and not the 49ers, the Bengals and the Eagles. That would be a unique one because I don't think we've ever had a matchup. Like, I think, yeah, I don't think we've ever would have would would have a matchup like Bengals versus versus Eagles. I think that's probably the one where um, it's least likely to happen. But it would be fun to watch Jalen Hurts versus Joe Burrow. Yeah, who sign me up? Like <laughs> who doesn't want to see that showdown? Um, so, and each one depending on how you on how you piece it together, uh, if it, it, it can shift the, the odds. So if you're going San Francisco versus uh, Cincinnati, then I think you give the edge to San Francisco. Uh, if you're going with Philly against, um, against the, uh, the, the Bengals, then I think you give the edge to to Philly. Uh, if you're going 49ers and um, 
and Chiefs, then you kind of want to give the edge to the 49ers this time. Um, and then if you're going, um, I guess, Eagles, uh, Eagles, Bengals, if I haven't said that one already, uh, then you definitely would go Eagles on that one. Uh, so you've got a lot of, a lot of different combinations, uh, that you can, that you can afford. Now, if you're going, if you're going Eagles Chiefs, which is, which feels, which is the one that I picked <laughs> to, to have Eagles Chiefs, then I would say the edge would be for the Eagles this time. So you, you've got a lot of good combinations. There's a, um, and it, Either way, the Super Bowl is going to be fun to watch. So uh, February 12th, we're going to find out who's the best team in the NFL. But this weekend, we're going to learn who's going to make it to the big stage. And so that is the are the picks for uh, this week in the NFL. It's going to be a really good game, really uh, you know, good couple of games this upcoming Sunday. And hope you check it out, and we'll get to talk about it soon. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way And in wrestling news, we got the Royal Rumble coming up uh, tonight, and um, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a a small card, but it's gonna be pretty fun to watch. And um, of course, it's gonna be on Peacock, where you can watch the Royal Rumble. And there's a lot of there's a lot of buzz because again the uh you know Cody Cody Rhodes is going to be in this one and he's projected to be the favorite but with with the um with the emergence of Sami Zayn as as uh, just a fan favorite this could go either way especially depending on on what happens with the championship match uh, between uh Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens um but they don't they don't have a lot of, of matches on the car, which is a good thing because you want the pay-per-view to be about the Royal Rumble. Um, this is this is um, the third most important pay-per-view uh, or premium live event uh, that WWE puts on. And second, it would be SummerSlam. And of course, WrestleMania would be uh, the, the chief uh, premium live event. But uh, the Royal Rumble is important because it, it starts the road to WrestleMania and um, the winner gets a shot at the champion on the grandest stage of them all. So very important stakes are super high uh, for the men and for the women. And so uh, we got the women's Royal Rumble 
and there's a there's a couple of of options that you that you have there. We don't know who's going to show up, um, but I think uh, Rhea Ripley has to be the favorite uh, because we want to see her go up against Bianca. Um, I think that would be that that's got to be the mania match uh, because both of them are are super strong um they they can really go their engines in the ring uh and they're gonna put on the show um now i with that being said if it happens to be that alexa beats bianca uh you know at the pay-per-view because the temp the championship will be on the line uh, between uh, alexa and bianca um then that would i think that that changes who you would want to win i think if if you have if alexa is able to win then you you kind of want live to win you know because i think they match each other in terms of intensity a little bit better um it would be a little weird to see Rhea and alexa go at it um but that the I want to see Rhea and Bianca. That, that's the match that would be the most um, would be the most uh, like must see uh, from a championship perspective. So that that would be uh, my pick there. The pitch back black match with Bray Wyatt and uh, and LA Knight. It's gonna be fun to see what that's supposed to look like because there's never been a match like that. In the history of of the company, in in the history of wrestling, it's like what is a pitch black match? Uh, but we're gonna find out. Um, it's supposed to favor Bray Wyatt, but I would be it, I, it wouldn't bother me if LA Knight found a way to win it because there's a lot of stuff going on with Bray, um, you know, with with Uncle Howdy and all that other stuff. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if LA Knight finds a way to win this because uh, when you look at the cell match, the the first uh, you know uh, cell match between the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, it was it was the Undertaker's domain, but Shawn Michaels won because Kane showed up and, and and took out the Undertaker, allowing Shawn Michaels to pin him. So just because the match favors you from a stipulation or or, or environment standpoint, doesn't mean you're gonna win it. So uh, my pick would be for Bray Wyatt, but I wouldn't be surprised if L.A. Knight picks up a win because of so much going on with Bray. Now, in the in the championship match, um, I'm going I'm going Bianca Belair uh, to beat Alexa. Um, she she is uh, she is stronger and she's resilient. And so she's going to find a way to overcome and, and beat the odds. And because uh, Alexa, she likes to play mind games. So I think she's going to try to throw that at her. But in the end, Bianca's going to hold the title. Um, and in the Universal Championship match, Roman's not losing that. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the end of it. But with Kevin Owens being banged up, um, I know Solo and, and, and Owens had a match uh, last night uh, on SmackDown. And I know he softened him up a little bit. So if you're 100% going up against Roman Reigns, you're at a really uh, bad disadvantage, especially considering the fact that Roman's going to come in in, in, in tip-top shape. So I'm going to give that to Roman Reigns. And uh, it'll be interesting to see 
how things go with the bloodline uh, to see what happens with Sammy. I know Roman uh, told Sammy that he his final test will be issued to him uh, today tonight at, to determine uh, if he'll stay in the bloodline, and uh, we will see what happens. Now, with the I gave you the pick for the women's Royal Rumble. I want to say that's going to be Rhea for the men. That is. I feel like that's more up in the air now. Um, I know the favorites would be Cody uh, for 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 really good reasons uh, because to to uh, to solidify his legacy and um, and tribute and give a tribute to his dad, the late great uh, Dusty Rhodes, uh, because he's he's in that family line and that family legacy. Uh, that would be a great accomplishment. The, you know, it'd be great for the crowd to see there. Um, another favorite would be Sami Zayn. That would be out of, I still think it's out of nowhere uh, because <laughs> it's like, why, you know, be, because of what that would mean, that would be a obvious threat to Roman Reigns. It's like, wait a minute, you say you're with me. You want to be in my bloodline, but you're going to be facing me at WrestleMania. What's that about? So that that's going to create even more tension that's already there. Um, now, another favorite would be Seth Rollins because he's just, I feel like he's the uh, the best all-around superstar in the WWE. And who who doesn't want to see Roman and Seth go at it uh, with the history that they have? Um, Brock's going to be in it, but Brock's going to, I don't, I don't think Brock's going to win it because him and Lashley have something going. There is going to be something where they eliminate each other um, in Brawl uh, because he's we're, we're, we're angling for another Brock versus Lashley uh, showdown. Um, this one might have to be in a cell <laughs> uh, because of the intensity that's building. Um, and it's a it's a it's a match. Um, it's a rivalry that's kind of been going on under the under the like behind the scenes um, but it's so good to finally see it play out both guys are like juggernauts and so um it's it's when when they get together it is a true titan matchup but with that being said they're neither one of them are gonna win um a dark horse which isn't gonna happen but it would be it would, i wouldn't be mad at it um would be for omas to win um, cause he's, he's like the biggest guy there, like it, and he's agile and it, it gives some worth to what you have there. I just, and this, while this is my opinion, I just feel like when you have that kind of attraction, you, you, he has to always be a threat, um, to, to win a match like that because he has the advantage of strength. He has the advantage of, um, of size um and it's it's hard to hurt him and so you it, it makes sense that he would dominate in the rumble now if he doesn't win he should be he should be um he should get the award for most eliminations <laughs> in in the royal rumble um so because of again because of his physical gifts so that would be a, a dark horse there um but 
either way it goes is going to be fun and of course they always throw a couple of surprises in there you might get a celebrity uh jump in there we might see logan paul jump in the ring uh we might see a wwe legend uh jump in the ring you know for the ladies and for the men so there's there's plenty of 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 fun spots to watch as well and and uh, I wonder who's going to win the Acrobat Hard to Eliminate Award this year. Uh, so that that's going to be fun to see too. I think the um, looking back at at old Rumbles, those were my favorite guys to to watch because uh, like guys like Mr. Perfect or or Shawn Michaels or it just those, those guys were just man. It's like they find a way to 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 avoid falling falling to the ground they, they hang on to the ropes they're able to, to sneak in underneath just when you think they're about to be eliminated like that that's pretty fun and then you see them lasting uh all like close to the end it's like and, and that's why you can point to it because they're just they know how to they know how to hang on and and, and stay in there so those are uh the the that's the rundown for the royal rumble going to be fun to watch I believe that the fun starts at eight um pre-show usually starts at seven so that's going to be cool and so that's dls central for today take care god bless talk to you next time thanks for listening hi everybody Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today.